This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Is there wiggle room that we're going to see at the 11th hour? Do you, does this time feel different, Jake? Yeah, not. it doesn't feel different. There probably is wiggle room at the 11th hour, and that, that is let's pass a short-term funding bill that allows us to keep going and keep negotiating to the extent they are negotiating until November 15th. But here's the, the reality that McCarthy faces, Katie. He, the, the, the right believes, and they say this, that if you only hold out for long enough that you will get the other side to cave. We have years of evidence now that that's complete nonsense. There's no reason... That, that that Joe Biden is going to accept a whole host of Republican provisions, especially when he has House Democrats, Senate Democrats, and Senate Republicans on his side. McCarthy and House Republicans are on an island, and if they don't see that by now, then they're not operating in reality. Now, all of that being said, if they were smart here, there is a deal that they could have uh, that includes a border security element with a full-year funding package. There are Democrats who tell us a time we want to do more on the border. That is something that's doable. Unfortunately, what the far right and the Freedom Caucus, they're not conservatives necessarily, but the Freedom Caucus and the far right want is capitulation from Democrats and things that are not achievable. And when you want things that are not achievable, you're just wasting all of our time. So, and by the way, the scary, the scary thing, Katie, just one more thing here. If the government shuts down, there is usually one discrete item that everybody wants that will get them out of the shutdown. I don't know what that item is here. It used to be Obamacare. It used to be the border wall. I don't know what it is. It's a million things and it changes every day. So I just don't know. This is not heading for a good a good space if you want a September and October uh, free of trauma. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the other big news on the Hill. And that is um, the news that Senator Mitt Romney is not going to seek a second term. In his announcement, Garrett, he talked about how he's going to be up there in age and it's time to pass on the baton to new leadership. He also pointedly called out both former President Donald Trump and current President Joe Biden. Yeah, that's right. Romney is 76. He says in his video uh, message here announcing this decision that he doesn't want to be in his mid-80s when he retires. He thinks it's time for new leadership. He goes on to say that he doesn't think Biden has the willingness and Trump the ability or the willingness to make some of the kind of big decisions that need to be made in the future to protect the future for his children, his grandchildren, and so forth. He talks about having you know, had a very productive uh, term in the Senate, and certainly he was a pivotal figure on every major issue that came through the Senate as kind of a swing vote between the parties. He's the only Republican to have voted for both of Donald Trump's impeachments. He became kind of the conscience of the old school Republican pre-Trump party in his term at the Senate. And now he's going to go home. And I suspect get very bored uh, for the first time in a long time, (laughs) not with a major public service job or seeking one. So who replaces him, Garrett? 
Well, there's already a primary underway in Utah. There's a MAGA candidate who's a mayor of a town in Utah who's been very much trying to scare up the support of Donald Trump and his allies. Also, the Speaker of the House in Utah had kind of been keeping his powder dry, indicating that he might get into the race if Romney decided not to seek reelection. I suspect that'll be at least the start of the contours there. Utah, a safe uh, Republican state, obviously. It was very safe if Romney had made his way through the primary. I don't know if Democrats would have even fielded a serious candidate against him. They may try if a MAGA candidate gets through a primary here. Uh, but the primary will be the show to watch uh, in Utah going forward. Garrett Hake, Jake Sherman, gentlemen, thank you very much. You know, contrary to a lot of expectations, I enjoy my work in the Senate a good deal. The last few years have been particularly productive as I was able to help lead and negotiate the bipartisan infrastructure law, a comprehensive China strategy process, religious liberty protections, a compromised gun safety law, the Electoral Count Act reform, and emergency COVID relief funding. I was also able to help secure key Utah priorities, including funding for Hill Air Force Base and its program to modernize our nuclear deterrent, as well as funding for wildfire prevention, water infrastructure, rural broadband, removal of uranium tailings from Moab, expansion and restoration of our highway and transit infrastructure, and federal studies to save the Great Salt Lake. I've spent my last 25 years in public service of one kind or another. At the end of another term, I'd be in my mid-80s. Frankly, it's time for a new generation of leaders. They're the ones that need to make the decisions that will shape the world they will be living in. Now, we face critical challenges, mounting national debt, climate change, and the ambitious authoritarians of Russia and China. Neither President Biden nor former President Trump are leading their party to confront those issues. On deficits and debt, both men refuse to address entitlements, even though they know that this represents two-thirds of federal spending. Donald Trump calls global warming a hoax, and President Biden offers feel-good solutions that make no difference to the global climate. On China, President Biden underinvests in the military, and President Trump underinvests in our alliances. Political motivations too often impede the solutions that these challenges demand. The next generation of leaders must take America to the next stage of global leadership. While I'm not running for re-election, I'm not retiring from the fight. I'll be your United States Senator until January of 2025. I will keep working on these and other issues, and I'll advance our state's numerous priorities. I look forward to working with you and with folks across our state and nation in that endeavor. It really is a profound honor to serve Utah and the country. And I thank you for giving me the opportunity to do so. Well, as you all know, today is National Hot Dog Day. And uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. I love hot dogs. Uh, I love them in buns. I love them outside of buns. I love them with baked beans. I just like hot dogs. It's the best, you know, best meat there is without question. So to all of you who, like me, are celebrating uh, National Hot Dog Day, uh, congratulations to you, and may there be many, many more hot dogs served in our wonderful land. Oh, I think it would be a great thing if both President Biden and former President Trump were to stand aside and let their respective party pick someone in the next generation. 
uh, President Trump, excuse me, President Biden, when he was running, said he was a transitional figure to the next generation. Well, time to transition. Uh, David Ignatius this morning made a strong argument uh, that we should see that kind of a change. I think both parties would be far better served if, uh, if they were going to be represented by uh, people uh, other than those of us from the baby boom generation. Wednesday, 13th September, the year of our Lord, 2023. Told ya, told you, all you doubters, suck on that. And Mitt Romney announced, as Mitt Romney announced his candidacy for the presidency today, in so many words. Come on, folks. Mitt Romney is going to want the no labels platform because he knows Manchin will deny it to Biden. He wants that platform to take Utah, Arizona, uh, Nevada, and maybe Idaho. Okay? You heard it here first. I've been saying this for a long time. Step number one is step. By the way, did that not look like, was that not a better announcement for running for president than, uh, than uh, Ron, DeSant, Ron the robot? Right there, he makes the whole case of what he's been working on and how it's all tied to the future. Mitt Romney uh, running for president. Also, a massive breaking news out of New Mexico as we come on, and the team out there is going to be with us. Nick Sortor is tweeting out, a federal judge in Albuquerque has blocked New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham's effective suspension of the Second Amendment in the state. This comes after both the New Mexico Attorney General and other uh, Democrat constitutional officers announced they were refused to enforce it. That was uh, some of the sheriffs out there. Not even the constitutional sheriffs. Uh, Brian uh, Festa has been out there. It's his lawsuit and a couple of others that brought this about. We're going to try to get Brian up uh, in a moment. We're also going to go to, I think, Pasadena, California, this uh, incredible uh, situation at a courthouse about the transitioning of a five-year-old boy. Uh, I'm going to get... Uh, uh, the one of the individuals responsible for driving Romney out of the race, uh, Mayor Trent Staggs, on Joyce Mo terribly, but I want to go to Mo Bannon. Mo, you're going to give a you're talking tonight. Where are you giving the speech? How can people get there? I know you got to take off and leave Grace to uh, to work the afternoon show. <laughs> so where where are you going? What time's the talk? Um, I will be speaking at the St. Petersburg. Republican Club's event tonight. It is at the St. Petersburg Community Church in Florida, starting at 7 p.m. I'll be speaking and then doing Q&A um, and addressing, you know, it's a big grassroots movement down here, and I'm excited to talk to all of the members of that Republican Club and all the surrounding um, people in the community. Mo, somebody tells me there's a couple of three War Room Posse members that may be there, a couple of members of the cadre. They may be there. Is there any truth to that rumor? There is, and actually the head of the Republican Club, I heard, is a big War Room Posse member and actually said that everyone needs to watch War Room before they run for office because wow. they need the wow. guidance of the War wow. Room. So wow. I'm looking forward to speaking. Very impressive. Okay, Mo, I know you got to take off. Thanks. Uh, once again, where is it? What's your social media? How do people follow you? Um, the event tonight is at the St. Petersburg Community Church. It's not in the church. It's in the community center attached to it in St. Petersburg, Florida. And you can follow me on Getter and Twitter at Maureen underscore Bannon and also on Instagram at Real Maureen Bannon. And I come in hot on all my platforms. <laughs> That's what I've noticed. You and you and Grace, the Queen of the Trolls, are both. Okay, thanks, Mo. Good luck tonight. Knock them dead. Give everybody a say, say hi to all the posse members down there.
Uh, do we have Mayor Staggs? Is Mayor Staggs? Mayor Staggs, I don't want to say that you and I had a slight disagreement last time we were on War Room, but I did tell you Mitt Romney wasn't going to run. I know you were always prepared for him to run. What does this mean, sir? Did your candidacy drive him out? I believe so. Yeah, I think that's what, what happened here. I mean, we've been traveling the state, Steve, for the last three, three and a half months since we announced. And Utahns want a true conservative they want someone who's bold, who's going to stand up to the establishment, not be part of it, and just give it cover constantly. So we knew that, um, and and I'm sure that Senator Romney, he's seen that. He has just seen the writing on the wall. Uh, he saw how much traction our candidacy has been getting. We've developed a huge coalition here across the state, scores, scores of mayors, city council members, county commissioners. So I'm just really, uh, we're, we're excited at this news. Um, that he has decided to step down and really make the way, like he said, for a new generation, for the next generation to step up. Okay. And I ta- okay, and Ma- mayor, 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 Garrett Hoke. You know the t- the guys over at MSNBC, incredibly smart. NBC News. They called you the MAGA candidate. They said there's a MAGA mayor down there's been running around making some things. Trump's noticing him. He's 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 on all the MAGA platforms. Mitch McConnell ain't don't care about the future. He doesn't care about the next generation. Who's Mitch McConnell going to pick, sir, to come in and run against you? Who should we be looking for? Get us smart here. Because Mitch not going to say there and say, oh, this is terrific. You got, you got Mayor Staggs. He's MAGA. That's great. What we need, in fact, what we need instead of having Mitt Romney, who's his bitch, uh, what we need is a real MAGA voice in Utah. So you know he's going to embrace you with open arms. Yeah, well, I'm I, I'm great. I'm great to be mentioned as the MAGA candidate. Uh, that's fantastic. As you know, I've endorsed Trump. Uh, we we really need his leadership back in the White House. We we benefited so much as a country with all the policies he's able to advance. And yeah, undoubtedly, there's going to be an establishment-backed candidate here in Utah that they're going to pivot to. I mean, I am not part of that establishment. I don't have lobbyists and PACs funding my campaign. We've got thousands of donors now, uh, not just in Utah, but across the country, all 50 states that have noticed as much, have identified me as that MAGA, America First candidate, and they've stepped into support. And it's truly, truly humbling to have received all of that. Mayor Staggs, just hang on for you don't mind. I know you're busy, particularly today. I'm sure your phone is blowing up. Uh, stick around. We'll take a short break. Uh, NBC News has identified uh, the MAGA candidate as uh, Mayor Trent Staggs from Utah. We're going to drill down a little bit more on uh, Mitch McConnell's moves to keep that one in the establishment's bracket next in the war room. The former KGB colonel, Vladimir Putin, who, by the way, is no friend of the United States, called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS conference in South Africa. As Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to fall. We call this the de-dollarization movement. Now, as demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar weakens. That is why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. 
text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. With thousands of happy customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Text Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon at 989898 to claim your free information kit. Use your agency. Do it today. Contrary to a lot of expectations, I enjoy my work in the Senate a good deal. The last few years have been particularly productive as I was able to help lead and negotiate the bipartisan infrastructure law, a comprehensive China strategy process, religious liberty protections, a compromised gun safety law, the Electoral Count Act reform, and emergency COVID relief funding. I was also able to help secure key Utah priorities, including funding for Hill hang Air on, Force Base on. and its program. Hang on. The reason, the reason I had to play that again, my phone was blowing up and here the war is blowing up. People were saying the worst list of liberal accomplishments ever. And others were saying, Bannon, you've actually found a way to top the obnoxiousness of morning Mika in your cold opens in the morning by having Mitt Romney go through this. So, Mayor Staggs. You saw at the beginning all the massive spending. The reason we have the inflation this morning and a two trillion dollar deficit. Mitch is whining about the uh, Mitch whining about the, uh, the 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 deficit. His he supported the five trillion dollars of additional spending from 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 Biden. He's been Biden's one of his biggest cheerleaders in the Senate. Uh, he's caused this. Is that a list of accomplishments that folks in in the great state of Utah, those great patriots out there, would be proud of? No, not at all. Not at all. We've traveled the state, like I said, and and that's the one thing that has really, really gotten Utahns is the spending. It's out of control. It's caused crushing inflation on families, hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month more in just average goods they need to purchase, groceries, everything else. And Mitt Romney is at the core of it. This establishment that has just voted in, he hasn't seen a spending bill he hasn't liked. And it just... As a mayor, for 10 years, I've had to balance my budget. We've done it. We've provided responsible government. That's my track record. I've actually cut taxes. That's what Utahns want. They want responsible government. They need adults in D.C., uh, people that are going to push back against that $33 trillion in debt. That is the number one thing that is just so, so frustrating to Utahns and and. We're going to give that to them. We're going to give them somebody that will truly stand up, say no, and hold the line. If if you look at what the pragmatic, hardworking folks in Utah have done to create that great state, do you think they've learned the lesson of maybe they don't need any more Northeast uh, liberals representing them in the United States Senate? You think the good, good pragmatic folks in Utah, upon further review – maybe feel that was a, that was not the best thing? Absolutely. I mean, I've heard the expression as I've been traveling around, fool me once, you know, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. And I think they have learned their lesson. Uh, look, they know we need, uh, uh, what I say is an authentic Utah. I'm authentically Utah from elementary school to graduate school. I've been here. I've raised my family here. I've operated businesses. I've taken a company public. I've operated or run my city for 10 years. 
that's what they want. Someone who's authentically Utah and consistently conservative. That's what they'll, they'll get in me. They know that. That's why our coalition continues to build. And they see it. There's going to be these other establishment candidates. You know, we have our Speaker of the House that was mentioned there on MSNBC, too. Next to me is the MAGA candidate. Uh, this other one, the Speaker, is more the establishment uh, candidate. And, and Utahns, I think, are tired of that. They don't want the establishment. They need somebody who has exhibited backbone that's going to stand up and say no because, boy, we need that now more than ever. Mayor Staggs, uh, you know they're coming for you. So how do people follow you? Where do they go to your site? What's your social media? Because uh, Mitch McConnell right now, the wheels are spinning. They're figuring out how they, they don't want MAGA representing Utah in the imperial capital, sir. So where do people go to follow you? They can go to TrentStags.com. That's S-T-A-G-G-S, TrentStags.com. Go there to donate. Um, I, I'm so humbled again by all the support my campaign is supported uniquely by patriots, by conservatives across this country and this great state of Utah. Uh, we, we need your support now more than ever. We can do this. Uh, we just got to ensure that we get across the finish line and box out any establishment players and others that are just going to be uh, put us in the wrong direction. Mayor Staggs, uh, thank you for coming on here. And it's a good fight so far. You got Mitt Romney's attention. We got him on the run. We chased him out. Chased him out. I'm going to get into my theory of the case later. Mitt Romney maniacally focused, maniacally focused on keeping Donald Trump from returning to the White House. He he believes he's on a divine mission to do that. Uh, there's so much going on in the Hill right now. I mean, it's a firefight. And, 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 and the MAGA a group up there, the 6, the 20, even some of the people in the 70 that voted to, for the uh, – uh, to not do the debt deal. It's a firestorm. And, and the message today is that, hey, uh, McCarthy, the beginning of the impeachment's necessary. I'm going to get into that in the second hour. I got Gaffney Faddis um, coming on uh, with uh, with uh, uh, Kevin Freeman to talk about that, to talk about what uh, Biden's done in the process of the impeachment. But they're saying, hey, that does not take away from this firestorm of uh, the uh, budget because that's everything. Because the country, the bottom is falling out of the country. Remember, to get that, folks, you have the leverage. You're the drivers of the action. Now, how did that happen? Part of it was the census and get the redistricting that was appropriate. And you, when the redistricting fights came up, it was this audience that put the shoulder to the wheel and back of a young man that brought to everybody's attention. That's Alex DeGrasse. Alex, uh, Mark Elias, these guys, look, our enemies are smart and they're tough. And you just got to understand that. People say, oh, they're dumb. No, they're not. They're very crafty. They're very cunning. They're, they are all over this redistricting. And I think it, people are waking up to the fact that this is going to be a battle royale, even to keep the House as we have it right now for what they're doing. So Politico's had a bunch of stories in New York Times. Give us an update of what's happening. Are we, are we getting smoked in courts, but state legislatures are fighting back? Is that where we are right now? Yeah, there's certainly a big divide. You know, we support state legislators by and large, right? And we talked about the previous Supreme Court case that did not go in our favor. That was sort of the state legislator absolute theory, right? That plays into election integrity as well. And so we want state legislators. We think the Constitution's clear on that. But certainly there's been issues, state courts. We've got some federal courts. A lot of this is going to come down to the Supreme Court. So there's a lot of narratives, a lot of media, some of it, a little bit of smoke, a lot of it very concerning. I think you've got 12 seats, Steve, at a maximum sort of either which way six different states in play and 
you know, Steve, we won the popular vote in 2022. Three million more votes for Republican House candidates. We flipped number of seats and took control of Congress. And that's why they are melting down and going after House Republicans in one of the most vicious ways possible, which is to steal our vote away in a courtroom. Um, and that's what's playing out. And I think people need to be aware, lock in, talk to their state legislators, get involved with your local party, Georgia, South Carolina, Louisiana, Florida, Ohio, North Carolina looks great. We've got New York, all of it on the line and possibly more in a domino effect for years to come. Oh, but Bob, they're coming real quickly. Go back to the Supreme Court because we said at the time, sure. and quite frankly, we thought we had that as a lock and we got screwed. But walk back how this yeah. all started to tumble from that Supreme Court ruling. Sure. So we went to the Supreme Court making the case that the Constitution is clear that you know state legislators should be you know drawing these lines and and or handling these issues regarding elections, apportionment, and different things like that. And what we don't want necessarily is these courts, these special masters, these um, panels, and, and all this other stuff, as well as election integrity issues. And they ruled that um, they're not absolute as opposed to state courts. And so what's happened is you've got these really empowered state courts, many of which are Democrat or left-leaning or even worse, Steve, sort of rhinos, vicious rhinos that have ruled against us, whether that was in Ohio, North Carolina previously, both of which we flipped and made progress on. But now you're looking at Wisconsin, which is heating up, of course, and we talked about the impeachment effort uh, that's on the table and being discussed there. These have grave consequences, and I think as a party we're looking at how do we beef down ballot? How do we look at these court cases? You know, these we have to win these state courts, and it's different in every state, but it's really a bizarre thing. Uh, so where, right now, where do people uh, where do people focus? Rather, the whole South, this whole thing is chaotic right now, and it's not going to stop because Mark Elias smells blood. So they're going to try to do this in a bunch of other states. So, so where should people to go get the information from you guys? Because you you've been given the warning early on. Hey, New York's going to be in play because the guys up there don't care. Those judges up there, I mean, that place is that place is a Marxist a Marxist uh, you know island. But now it's spread yeah. all over the country. But I want people because we're going to fight back on this. Right now we're fighting the debt thing. We got the impeachment. We got so much. But I want to put this on people's radar that this is happening and it's going to come and it's going to come hard and it's going to come fast. And if we don't shut this down now, it's going to make holding the House extremely difficult. And they understand that. They can't outvote us, so they're going to try to outmaneuver us. Where do people go, Alex, to get super smart on this? Well, I'm certainly going to make it my party. We're, the party's kind of looking at, we're sort of organizing, getting ready for a counteroffensive, looking at filing countersuits and things like that. So certainly my social media feed will have some updates as well as, you know, national Republicans are getting involved. And so we don't, the apparatuses we're still building out. I mean, we're catching up to how advanced and technical the Democrats are at this sort of lawfare situation. I know that's a big topic of the show, of course, which expands way outside of just the redistricting situation. So it's a little bit of a hole in our end. So War Room's been filling that hole. And so certainly my social media, we're going to have some updates from national Republicans as we sort of okay. move this to the Supreme Court on a few fronts. Okay, okay we're going to get, okay, I want the audience to understand we're on this. Okay, last thing. Didn't they just put Obama as the chair of this deal? They understand how important yeah. this is. Obama, who doesn't come off the beach for anything, this is when he's coming back for 
Yeah, and so let me – exactly right. And let me explain how they have their redistricting. It's a trust. Steve, it's a land trust. And and to be frank, Republicans actually we, – we sort of mimicked how they had that set up. It is a land trust in Virginia. It is unlimited dark corporate money. We have no idea what's flooding in. There's no way to know what's going on. This thing is as far as we are. So we don't know. We don't know. Hang on. I want I – want, I want, you hang on. I'm going to hold you through the break. Just real quick question. Could there be foreign money? Could there be foreign money we don't know piling into this? Absolutely. Absolutely. We have no idea. The only ones that know are the IRS, and so that's the deal. But I want to get into that trust situation because it's complicated. Okay. You're in the war room. You stick there. We got New Mexico. Big victory in New Mexico, at least temporarily. We're going to go to Pasadena, California. We got Joe Allen. We're packed. And next hour, even more packed. Only in the war room. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, they've set up a scam. Of course they've got foreign money coming in here. Biden's already sold the country out to the Chinese, and of course he took some huge money from the Ukrainian oligarchs. Walk me through this. I, I, Alex, I got to bounce because I'm so jammed, but this thing is so important. So important. This is the structural things that only the war room posse can hammer. Give me this thing again. How do they hide the money? And this is this is how evil and smart. I'm telling you, Elias's guys are the most evil, brilliant, cunning people on earth. And we need. You heard Caroline Ren today. We need a we need a law firm that just focuses on this stuff like they do full time. What's happening? So since Biden. 
since technically it's not involved in any electioneering, right? It's just the process of mapping out lines. They've been able to set up a separate entire dark money entity. It's not even involved in any type of political reporting or anything like that. The National Democrat Redistricting Committee. I suggest folks go look into that. We've had sw- the Swiss billionaires at Heisig Weiss. These folks have put money into groups that we believe have put money into that. They have a limitless amount of money for their, quote, democracy docket. You see that all over the place, even all these long shots. Uh, um, you know, legal cases that they do everywhere, hoping to find one, get precedent, go from there and balloon this thing up. So super important for the posse to go into that. National Democrat Redistricting Committee, read the articles, look into what that is. Eric Holder, Obama, the whole team, it's out of control. The whole team. It's his first team. Obama, done, he's so lazy, doesn't do anything. This guy, he's focused on this because he knows how important it is. He cuts off ESPN Sports Center to go do this. This is he doesn't volunteer for a lot of stuff on this one. I mean, he may go to a couple of campaign events. He's the head guy and holders his deputy. They're lethal. Uh, where do they go? New York? Yeah, Give me your said, social Steve. media again to follow you. Yeah. Yep. Go at DeGrasse, at DeGrasse eighty one. You know, we cannot allow President Trump to get back into office without having a Republican House majority. No way. It's the top priority. No Thank you, Steve. No. You hold it, hold it. You see the. <laughs> War Room Posse, you see the control we have. You can't have Trump back in and have Hakeem Jeffries. You talk about a nightmare, it can't happen. First off, they're going to impeach him right away. This is Nancy Pelosi yep. 2.0. They're going to come up with their, he's going to there impeach him the first day. Day one. The hand will come off the Bible. They'll be dropping a dime on him right then. We can't do it. We've got to stop it now. We gotta get, we're going to get to that foreign money and get it out of there. DeGrasse, thank you very much. Thank you for coming in the War Room, brother. Thank you, Steve. Love the suit, love the whole look. Okay, Pasadena, California, Seek Smith. Seek, tell us why you're in Pasadena. What just happened in this courtroom? Why is this important? Why should anyone care, ma'am? Hi, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, We are in Pasadena, California, in front of the uh, Pasadena courthouse for Adam Vina, who has been um, mired in the family courts. He's lost custody of his now five-year-old son, because his ex is transitioning their son to a girl um, since he was two years old. So Adam has not seen or held his son in over two years. And so today's court hearing, um, they just got out of it. And um, we just got word that uh, Judge Harvey Silberman just recused himself from the case, which is a really good thing for us. Okay, I'm going to ask you why it's a victory, but you got our, our audience's head is blowing up already. I want you to go back and give me a minute. It's a two-year-old boy, and his wife is allowing a boy at the age of two to transition, and now the kid's five, the little boy's five, and the father has had no contact, ma'am? Correct. Yeah. Started at two. She started putting him in dresses, started calling him a girl, started asking his preschool and all the other parents and other children to call this little boy a girl um, who now goes by the name Violet. And is being addressed as a as a girl, so has socially transitioned, um, and he has lost custody and has not had any contact in over two years. Correct. Seek, why? What is your organization? Why are you guys aboard? The great Eli Crane contacted me personally, and Eli only gets to me when it's important. Says you got to get on top of this. That Seek is amazing. What's your organization? Why have you chosen this battle to fight? So I'm the founder of Mom and Dad Army. We're a survivor-led organization, and we um, are fighting to stop the war on children. 
um, what we are seeing is an outright attack on all of our children from every institution we can think of. The education system, the medical system, big tech, um, you can go on and on. And so we are working across the country and even around the world. We have chapters in Germany and Australia and um, the UK um, to really address what's actually going on. Um, and Adam's case is just a canary in the coal mine. With the new legislation that has just passed, AB 957 here in California, um, it's going to open the floodgates for the family court system to be weaponized to take custody away from the protective parent and give full custody to the abusive parent um, and also charge them with child abuse. So that's what we're looking at here. And we're trying to warn not only California, um, but the country that this is this is coming and it's coming fast. Real quickly, why did why did Judge uh, what Silverstein why did he recuse himself and why is that a victory? I wasn't in the courtroom, so I don't have an update for you on exactly why he recused himself. Adam has been okay. wanting a different judge for this case because he has not been favored in any of the rulings. Um, you know, obviously because he's lost custody, um, and so that's that's a good thing. But I think the judge has ties to some very interesting um, people um, within within the court system. I can imagine. Uh, uh, Seek, you're doing God's work. Where do people go to find out more about you? Um, you can go to our website, www.mom-army.com, or you can go to our Instagram. It's the.momarmy. Um, we are looking for fierce warriors to join the battle to help us stop the war on children. So please message us. Please email us. Um, I am happy to connect you. Um, to connect with anybody who is ready to, to rise up and really fight for our, our children and our country. Seek, thank you very much. Eli Crane's a fierce warrior, and so are you, ma'am. Thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Look forward to having you back. Let's go. Victory out there. Got it. Victory begets victory. Let's go to uh, let's go to Brian Festa in New Mexico. Sir, what happened today in the court on this tyrannical dictatorship They've turned the great state of New Mexico with these great patriots out there. This governor's out of control. What happened? New Mexico, it's a great day for all of Americans because the governor uh, lost in this hearing. Uh, the judge uh, ruled in our favor. District Court Judge David uh, Urias ruled in our favor uh, and granted us the temporary restraining order. It's initially just a 14-day order, so it's a, it's a temporary win for now, but um, he conceded that we would likely win on the merits of our claim, which is uh, one of the main reasons. It's one of the main things you have to consider in a temporary state, uh, restraining order or a preliminary injunction situation. Uh, and so he did uh, agree that Bruen was controlling here, the Bruen decision from the United States Supreme Court uh, last year, and uh, ruled in our favor and said that this is most likely going to be ruled unconstitutional. We have another hearing scheduled for October 3rd. So even though it's only supposed to be 14 days, the court can extend that for good cause. And in this case, the governor's attorney and one of the other attorneys weren't going to be available on the date he was going to schedule it for. So he said for good cause, he will extend it to October 3rd. So this ban actually is going to remain in place more than 14 days, uh, or excuse me, this stay of the governor's ban is going to remain in place uh, until October 3rd at least. One, 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 one of the lawyers not in the courtroom, I guess, was the attorney general, a Democrat, a progressive Democrat, said, I, I can't do this against the Constitution. Am I correct on that? Yes. Raul Torres, who is a Democrat and actually served in the Obama Department of Justice, 
um, actually came out yesterday and sent her a letter and said, I'm not showing up to court. I'm not defending you. Normally, I worked in state government for years. Normally, the AG uh, will defend uh, the state. But in this case, I guess the governor had to use her own in-house counsel uh, in the governor's office and was not able to have the AG defender. And good for him because um, he swore he swore an oath. Not oath to uphold and defend the Constitution takes precedence over any uh, obligation to defend the governor in court. Brian, uh, how do people follow this? This is a big win, but it's a temporary win. This is a gun grab. Uh, this is to take away people's Second Amendment rights. It's outrageous. At least a federal judge decided, hey, look, you're probably going to lose the merits, but I'm going to give a stay. I the, the, it's told the governor she's going to lose the merits. I want people to stay up to uh, speed on this because this, if, this, if she wins there, trust me, there are going to be 10 of these governors immediately going to do the same thing. So wh- tell me where do people follow you? Oh, absolutely. I'm thinking of someone like Gretchen Whitmer, who would love to do this in Michigan, right? Um, all, all over the Kathy Hochul, Ned Lamont, and back in Connecticut, it'll, it'll happen everywhere. Uh, WeThePatriotsUSA.org is our website, and you can uh, sign up for our email list there for all the updates, as well as our Telegram channel, We the Patriots USA News and Updates on Telegram, uh, Facebook, We the Patriots USA page, uh, Twitter, We the Patriots USA. Yep, I see it right there at WT Patriots USA on Twitter. So we're on all of the socials. We even have uh, Gab, Getter, Truth Social. Uh, you can find us there as well. Um, unfortunately, we are sometimes shadow banned on some of the larger ones, as you know all too well, Steve. Um, so we we are on as many channels as we possibly can be. But we appreciate everyone's support because we wouldn't have been able to do this without the generosity of our donors. We had um, a, a reserve of donations that we were able to dip into. So we sprang to action in 24 hours. We had this filed. Uh, fantastic. Great win today. Brian Festa, thank you very much thank for joining you. us. And we're bringing Joe Allen. Joe's in the war room. Joe, do, do we have enough time? Can you tee up the cold open? Do we have enough time to play it? Actually, if uh, Denver wants to go ahead and start with the, uh, the, the White House or the Capitol Hill clip, it might give you an, a sense. I think it's clear that there's a strong consensus, a woman, a woman consensus that sh- there should be some AI regulation that it would be in the best interest of the, the people. Like, and it's important to just elevate the question here. The question is, is, is really one of civilizational risk, actually risky for all humans everywhere. Very important to, to, to understand that. Mr. Musk, is AI going to kill us all? Is AI going to kill us all, Mr. Musk? I hope not. I hope not. Uh, okay, uh, tell, tee it up. What happened today on Capitol Hill behind closed doors? Why is Elon Musk wandering around there uh, not, not looking for young women to do cosplay with him, uh, which is reported by the Daily Mail today? Um, what, 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 is, what is Elon Musk doing up there wandering around as a Chinese-controlled asset, sir? Well, you've got uh, Chuck Schumer held an AI summit today. It included Elon Musk. It included Sam Altman of OpenAI, included Sundar Pinchai, the CEO of Google, Bill Gates. You had uh, Mark Zuckerberg, of course, CEO of Microsoft, I'm sorry, Meta, on and on and on. And uh, the, the key element here is that it was closed door. This was yet again another major meeting of the billionaires who are driving the AI revolution, speaking behind closed doors to the politicians who ostensibly are supposed to be representing us in order to mitigate or perhaps, God willing, perhaps even stop some of the effects of this. Um, 
Um, you know, Josh Hawley called this out, and he is absolutely correct that this is not in any sense, it's not even pretending to be democracy. And uh, the real key for him was data protection. These people need to be grilling these companies. What are they doing with our data? Uh, that's very, very important. I couldn't agree more. But the real issue, what do they want to do with these AI systems? What do they want these systems to do to us? Um, when we come back, I think that we'll get a very good sense of where Musk thinks this is going, well, yeah, and also a top Google chief. I, yeah, I, I want it. We're going to do that. We're going to take a short break. But even Musk, when he throws that at the end, you know, uh, I'm worried about civilizational risk. Now, as much as I dislike uh, Elon Musk's activities, I do give him credit for being quite a smart young man. When he says civilizational risk, people should wake up to that. And then the question from, from the reporter, the first question, Mr. Musk, is AI going to kill us all? I Quite frankly, I think it's one of the logical questions on people's mind. And he says there should be some regulations. What do you mean? There should, we know there should be some regulations. Artificial intelligence, advanced biotechnology, regenerative robotics, advanced chip design. What have we told you here in the war? How have we, how have we schooled you on this? If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon and support a company that actually believes in America. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Let me repeat, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn's story and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left, without funding people that hate you. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Hello, everyone in Shanghai. Well, I, th I think artificial intelligence is going to play a very profound role in the future of uh, human evolution and civilization in general. We are seeing, um, obviously, an explosion in digital compute. The, the ratio of machine versus biological intelligence keeps increasing. That means over time, human intelligence will represent a smaller and smaller percentage of total thinking capacity on Earth relative to machines. Uh, this is really a profound change. But the trends are, over time, that, that we're headed to a world where there are more robots than humans. But this is very different from artificial general intelligence. Artificial general intelligence is, an, is a computer intelligence that is smarter than, than all humans at everything. At some point, potentially millions 
of of the most advanced computers all working together in a data center uh, to, to produce a, a single combined super intelligence. And obviously, if you've got a super intelligence of immense capability, far more capable than a human, that that is a that is a concern. That is a risk. Uh, I've always been a tremendous admirer, admirer of the uh, sheer amount of talent and drive that exists in China. Good morning, Shanghai. It's my great honor, distinct pleasure, to address you all, the attendees of the World Artificial Intelligence Conference in Shanghai. The broad topic of this part of the conference is artificial general intelligence. The succession to AI is inevitable. This would be the next great step. Technologically enhanced humans and then AIs would be our successors. Inevitably, eventually, they would become more important in almost all ways than ordinary humans. Barring cataclysms, I consider the development of intelligent machines a near-term inevitability. Rather quickly, they would displace us from existence. As I consider these future machines our progeny, mind children built in our likeness ourselves in more potent form, and it behooves us to give them every advantage and to bow out when we can no longer contribute. Uh, I think Kurzweil got it right when he said, intelligence is the most powerful phenomenon in the universe. Let's contrast this view with the fearful view. But humanism, in the sense of being akin to racism, systematic bias against AIs, denial of their moral worth and their first-class personhood, Finally, there's just conservatism, fear of change, timidness, fear of the other tribe, the AIs of the other tribe. We are in the midst of a major step in the evolution of the planet, if not the universe. The step is succession from ordinary humans to enhanced humans and then AIs. Like in, in the end, I don't matter that much. My four kids don't matter that much. My granddaughter doesn't matter that much. Like we are patterns of organization in a very long lineage of patterns of organization. Dinosaurs came and went, and Neanderthals came and went. Humans may come and go. The AIs that we create may come and go, and that's the nature of the universe. One of the best ways to think about AI in general overall is that it's alien intelligence. It's as if we had contact with another planet and we met aliens. They're going to think differently than us. We'd have these issues of, you know, how do we treat them? Do we treat them equivalent to humans, different than humans? Do they have the same rights as humans? Um, do they have more rights? Okay, what did I just see there? I'm already petrified. Uh, you know, Elon's talking about civilizational risk today outside, and he won't answer the question, or is AI going to kill us all? Joe Allen. Well, you hear there what he said to the audience in Shanghai, China earlier this summer. He tells them that artificial intelligence will soon be responsible for more computing power or more intelligence on the planet than human beings. He says that human beings will be outnumbered by robots. The, it, he goes on to praise the Chinese for their talents and uh, looking forward to seeing what the Chinese will do with these powerful technologies. Immediately after that, you hear Richard Sutton. He was from 2017 until 2023 in January of this year. He was the head of Google's DeepMind laboratory in Canada. And there you hear him talking about openly, this is a philosophy shared across Silicon Valley, that the intention is to create 
silicon beings who will replace human beings, that human beings must be prepared to be enfeebled, to be subservient, and then to be replaced. Okay. His Chinese audience, Hang what do they think about this? It's unclear, but they are certainly on top of it. Yeah. Okay. H- hang on. I want you everybody to go get Dark A.N. Where they go to get your writings, I'm going to have you back on tomorrow morning. You've been doing interviews all the time for this book, which is a blockbuster. Uh, how do people get it? We'll get you back on tomorrow because today, behind closed doors, we're going to find out what they talked about. You can get Dark Eon at... Amazon, you can get it at Skyhorse, you can get it wherever books are sold. You can find links at the top of my social media, at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z. The heart of this book is to explore why people like Elon Musk, why people like Richard Sutton want to replace humans. This is the great replacement theory. It's not about ethnicity, race, gender. It's about homo sapiens. In the spiritual war behind this, in the war that is transhumanism, in about the singularity, Joe Allen lays out. It's your postgraduate, your first book in your postgraduate, your graduate school education. Uh, Joe Allen, bravo Zulu, brother. See you tomorrow back here on The War Room. Thank you very much, Steve. Stick around for the 6 o'clock hour. We're going to drill down on exactly where stay with the Chinese Communist Party and drill down on what Biden's actually done. Uh, and give you some focus on that. We're going to leave you with Billy Joe. Sh- I don't think it's a better time for the song Get Thee Behind Me, Satan. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon to get all the information about the, do- the end of the dollar empire and the end of the prime reserve currency. Let's leave with Billy Joe Shaver. We'll be back here in a moment. Billy Joe Shaver, Get Behind the Satan. Behind me, Satan, for I commanded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get thee behind me, Satan, for I commanded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I looked into the mirror and I couldn't see myself. The demons that were in me had turned me wrong side out. I knew inside my soul I was headed straight for hell. But I couldn't for my life figure how to help myself. And I said, get deep behind me, sin, for I commanded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, 
and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.